0: I want to talk this morning to the hungry and the thirsty church. I know the world called thirsty as being somebody that gotta have it or want the attention. I want to talk to the hungry and the thirsty church that don't mind turning the plate down and don't mind turning the television down and going all the way in after god i remember as a young girl growing up in the church my mom used to take us to those 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 tent meetings where R.W. Shambaugh and, and the old general, where we'll stay to the wee hours in the morning because we were hungry and thirsty for God. We want to see the move of God, not only in our lives, but in other lives. Who am I talking to? Where are the hungry and the thirsty church? The one that don't mind burning the midnight oil The one that don't mind staying there until you see change. Where are the hungry and the thirsty, church? We have become too complacent where we are. And we think just a little dab is going to do. I've come this morning to tell you a little dab is not going to do, baby. It's going to take you praying and praying again. And praying some more it's going to take you reading your word and reading it again and reading it some more. If you're acting out of your emotion, if you're talking out of terms, if you are acting too fleshly, then you must die. Paul says that we die daily to the word, to the world, to our flesh, to our own stinking thinking. Where are the church that is hungry? Where is the church that is thirsty? I need some hungry and thirsty saints on this phone today. I need some hungry and thirsty church people that's willing to go all the way in. I know now when you go to church and if church stay past two hours, you want to complain. But whatever it takes for god to be glorified whatever it takes for god to change the situation you won't matter you won't even think about the time because you will be all in for god oh i got scriptures to back it up god is looking for the first thing the ones that's hungry for him the one who wants him no matter what the one who wants to see God and have God in the fullness thereof. Where is the thirsty church and the ones that is hungry for Him? I'm talking about a hungry that you you can't you can't get enough of God. You can't wait to get from around others to get back into God i know some of us have jobs that we have to go and work but even on your break time you got to eat you want to feed your spirit man because you want more god and, and and you're not satisfied where you are where is the hungry and the thirsty saints where are the ones who know that god is period The world has blinded some of us because we have been hungry and thirsty towards the things of the world. Our appetite has changed for worldly things. And it's time for us to realign ourselves, to readjust ourselves back into the things of God. Remember, there's two entities that's trying to kill you. Hey, glory. The devil trying to kill you? And God is trying to kill you to your, your sinful ways. The question is: which way are you gonna die? Hey, glory. Yeah, Boshi. Which way are you gonna die? Are you gonna die the way of the world or die to the flesh so you can have eternal life? My God, where are the hungry? And the thirsty one. We need the word. We need to hear the word. We need to speak the word. We need God's righteousness. Because our righteousness is as filthy rags. I know some some um, churches us that if you do this, God is going to do that. No, it's about you just standing in his face and doing all of Matthew 6 33 by seeking ye first the kingdom of God it's about seeking God it's about seeking him because when you seek after him you're gonna find him the question is are you hungry are you hungry enough to turn down your desire hey glory And allow God to give you his desires. Are you hungry enough to turn down your plate and go on a fast? And starve this flesh to get in the presence of God? Knowing that your ways is not God's way. Your thoughts are not God's thoughts. You got to put on his mind. You got to apply the word. Every day, God commands us to have transformation. Romans twelve and two tells tell us to be ye transform. That word transform means change. God is requiring each and every one under the sound of my voice to change daily, and everything. You got to tell yourself everything. Is by faith. We need the word. We'll get. The thirst quenched. By the water. That will never. Run dry. God wants you to deny yourself. He wants you to seek after him. He wants you to feed off of him. My God. Where are you? What has taken your focus off of the things of God? What has quenched your thirst that is not of God? What has given you a a temporary satisfaction of water and temporary satisfaction of being hungry? That now you feel that your belly is full and you no longer need God. Minister Matt, what are you talking about? You feel that you no longer need God because you're not spending time with him. You give him a two-second prayer and you think that's enough. You wave your hand for a few minutes and think that's enough. You want to just say glory and hallelujah and you think that's enough. Oh, honey, let me tell you, it's going to take more than a two-second prayer. It's going to take more than a few seconds of waving your hands. It's going to take you to spend that time with God like never before. You can't go in the same way thinking that it's going to bring about a different result. You got to go in on that you need God. I know it's, it's hard sometimes. And I know it don't feel good, but you got to have a made up mind knowing that all things working together for your good. You gotta have your mind made up knowing for God I stand and for God I'll die. You got to change how you talk Because many of us been talking futuristic and God want us to talk kingdom talk. And kingdom talk is the present tense because faith is always now. Who am I talking to this morning? We must be determined to give everything to God and seek him like never before. You got to forget about yourself. It's not about you. It's about the kingdom. It's about the building the kingdom. And God wants you to build yourself up on your most holy faith. How? Praying more in the Holy Ghost. Spending time having that relationship with him. Where are the thirsty saints? Where's the hungry and thirsty saints of God? We have become too common. The world don't know who we are because we have blended in with the world. My God. They can't tell the saints away from the apes because we have blended in. And God don't want us blended. He called us out. My God. You are called out. You'll never fit in. Lord, will you ever blend in? Because you're called out for righteousness sake. Where are the hungry and the thirsty ones? The ones that say, I am the one. I want to live wholly for God. I deny myself. I turn from my wicked ways. I change my mind because I have now the mind of Christ. I think like Christ. I'm hungry for God. I'm hungry for a mighty move of God. You want your land healed. You want your physical body healed. You want your loved ones saved. You want that situation turned for your favor. Then get hungry and thirsty for God. I said on the other day that anything you do for God, He rewards you. He rewards those who diligently seek after Him. You need to get hungry. You need to get thirsty. You got to need God like never before. Just like our physical body, when we starve it, we know our bodies tell it, it needs to eat something. Our body tells us that we need to drink. That's how we need to be after God. That we just not satisfied where we are. I don't know about you, but I'm not satisfied. Only God can satisfy This hunger. Only God can satisfy the thirst. So I want more of him. Are you the one that's willing. To get up and spend an hour in prayer. Getting in your word. Reading your word. The time for excuses are over. The time. For excuses are over. God is requiring more from each and every one of us on this prayer and devotional line. Too much is given, much is required. I know you don't want to go through it, but baby, you got to go through it. And the thing is, you're not going through it alone. God is with you. He is right there. He'll never leave you. He's right there. We just don't want a little pain. We don't want a little persecution. We don't want to feel the discomfort. But I'm telling you, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. It is well worth it. Because God is the author and the finisher of your faith. The question is, are you willing to be obedient? Are you the one that's willing to say, God, here I am. I surrender it all to you, God. Teach me your ways, God, so I may obey your word. I want to know you in the fullness thereof, Lord. Nevertheless, God, not my will, but your will be done. I need some thirsty and hungry saints on this line. That don't mind getting up, praying for their loved ones, their families and their friends. And even their enemies. I need some hungry and thirsty church that knows how to shut their mouth even though they may have the ability and they may know what's going on but shut your mouth and don't open your mouth until the Spirit of God tell you to open your mouth. I need some hungry and thirsty saints that's sensitive to the realm of the Spirit that you can discern good from evil. That your brother or sister don't have to call you up, but you can see them in the realm of the spirit and know that they have a need. And you can go knock on the door and say, God told me to bring this to you. Hey, glory. I need the hungry and thirsty saints that don't mind staying up all night. I remember when I was out there sinning, we would stay up to the wee hours in the morning dancing for the devil, clubbing from this club to that club. Now when we come into the household of faith, we looking at our our watches, want to know when the sermon's going to be over. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. For you to realize that God is the one that controls time. And he wants your time. He wants you to spend time with him. And whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Now we want to put a timetable on God. We want to tell him. When we want it done. We want to tell him. When it should be over. My God. That means you too lively. (laughs) Hey glory. You ain't hungry enough. You're not thirsty enough. God wants you all to himself. And you got to be willing. And obedient to do whatever it takes. Even when it's uncomfortable and unfavorable. Oh my God. For you or to you. Can you trust him? If you can trust him. Then you'll want all of him. And you won't be out here part time loving him. Hey glory. You won't have selective time of when you want to spend time with him. You'll make the time. Where are the hungry and the thirsty saints? Matthew 5, 6. said, bless out those. Who hungry. Who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be filled. In other words. You'll be completely satisfied. That's one of our scriptures today. Matthew 5 and 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be filled. You'll be completely satisfied. God wants you to be all into him. Psalms 107.9 says, For he has satisfied the thirsty souls. Where are you? Where are the thirsty souls? For he has satisfied the thirsty souls and the hunger souls he has filled with what is good. See, you think it's something wrong to be hungry. You think it's a disadvantage to be hungry. Hey, glory. You think it's a disadvantage to be thirsty. No.
1: It's advantageous for you.
0: 1 Peter 2 and 2 says like newborn babies that long for the pure milk of the word so that by it you may grow in respect of salvation. God is requiring each and every one of us to grow in him. And in the fullness thereof. Where are the thirsty ones? Where are the hungry ones? If you've been complaining. If you've been mumbering. You ain't hungry enough. Hey glory. I'm going to say that again. If you've been mumbering and you've been complaining. You're not hungry and you're not thirsty enough. You need to starve it. You need to burn the oil just a little longer. You need to stay in his presence a little longer to get you out of the way. You've been holding it up because you've been in the way. God wants you out of the way. And you get out of the way by getting in him. Immersing yourself all in him. Where's the hungry and the thirsty ones? The ones who gotta have it. Hey, glory. Yeah, God. Where are you? You gotta have more, God, and less of yourself. Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing? It's gonna take you to yield everything to God. It's going to require a yes from the from the innermost part. It's going to require you to yield everything. It's going to require you to deny yourself. Where's the hungry and the thirsty saints? God wants to fill you up until. You overflow. He wants you to empty. So he can fill you up. He wants you. To have all of him. And the fullness thereof. Get hungry. Get thirsty for God. Be hungry. Be thirsty for God. And watch him. Completely satisfy you. How bad do you want him? Go hard after him because everything
1: we need is in him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah you know I um, want to talk about something that is so dear to all of us and we all have experienced it and some of us are facing it even as I speak and we're facing a seasons of uh, a season of trial, trials and brokenness. Hallelujah <laughs> my God. Talking about trials and being broken. Hallelujah. And many of us can identify um trials and being broken. And brokenness can mean um a whole lot of things. A whole lot of things. It can it it can imply um messiness and imperfection. Um uh, it can mean a a heart been broken and most of us are female and i want to talk about um having a broken heart but god is a heart fixture hallelujah glory to god and even being broken in our physical being you know many of us are are being um, um challenged in our body hallelujah and many of us are being broken in our in our mind emotionally because of our current situation and having a broken spirit before God. God want us to be broken because in the brokenness, in us being broken, and in us being crushed, God is getting the glory out of our lives. He's getting the glory out of our life. I like something Um, what Jeremiah and you go back and read this Jeremiah um, chapter 15 verse 19 it says if you extract the precious from the worthless you will become my spokesman And, and this is if you trust in God amen God want us to learn from him through our trials and through our brokenness He wants to reveal himself to us while we're being crushed, while we're being torn, while we're being uh, unripped, while we're being uncomfortable. But I want to let you know this morning that God has a goal in mind for the brokenness. The brokenness, in our lives is spiritual victory. God wants us to know this morning that we have the victory in, in Him if we can trust Him. Hallelujah. Everything, everything, everything. Get this down in your spirit. Everything we do must be by faith. And even in that uncomfortable place of being broken, and sometimes being in the wilderness, and and you feel that you are alone, and even in those dry places, God is still God, and He's still there. He wants us to build ourselves up on on our most holy faith, praying more in the Holy Ghost, and having that relationship, having that connection with Him. In those places, in those dark places, in those uncomfortable places, when those places where you can't even identify who you are because you're so broken, you're wounded to the core. Most times, you know, we uh, move by perception because we feel that we should be at a a certain place or we feel that things should be be progressing forward in a way that we should or we we feel that we need to be accomplished or we need to be validated or we need to um have everything our hearts desire now because we talk that faith is now but in the process we get wounded in the process we might lose some focus in the process, we might come through some trials, some disappointments, but I want to come to you today and tell you that God is stripping us from ourselves. He wants us to be broken in Him. He wants us to experience brokenness because it will to maximize him using us for his glory <laughs> oh there you go God is requiring the brokenness so he can maximize the use for us cause he's gonna get the glory and we are his glory he's gonna get the glory out of our life so we got to be broken so we can be used for the master. And and maybe you are facing a time of brokenness and and it feels as though the emotional pain is more than you can bear. Maybe you are experiencing somewhere in your life that you feel that there is no way out or you feel as though you don't deserve to be where you are. But I come to tell you that where you are is right where God wants you to be because he is going to get the glory out of your life he is the author and the finisher of your faith and i know that perhaps we are dealing with some series of disappointments or I can write the book on disappointment. I got the t-shirt. Matter of fact, I have, I got a song and a dance for disappointment. And I know many of you have been disappointed. And maybe because of decisions and choices that we made. But I come to tell you, thank God for the disappointment. Because brokenness have a way. getting us back into the things of God. Brokenness have a way of us having a hunger and thirst for righteousness sake. Brokenness have a way that it will have us to cry out to God because it's an uncomfortable place. I don't know about you but I have a high tolerance for pain to the level of degree that most people can't take a 10 level pain. God has, has designed me for that. But pain is pain. No matter what level and degree that it is, pain is pain. But in the pain, in the uncomfortable place, in the place of being broken, God wants your undivided attention. My God. God wants your undivided attention. This is listen what, what Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and 8. Paul wrote, I implored the Lord three times and it might leave him. He was talking about God removing the thorn from him. He, he wanted God to remove that from him, but God kept that there so Paul can understand that he need God. He need God. All of us need God, even in that place of being broken, even in the place of that we Suffer. I've been saying that the church is afraid of a little pain. The church is afraid of some persecution. But in order for us to really understand God and the fullness thereof, we gonna have to experience some brokenness. We're gonna have to experience some some disappointment, some uh, some mishaps. And most times it's based on perception and what we see. And and being a woman, most women, um, when we have been in relationship, because everything about us is about receiving. We we want what we want, especially when we know that that over there may be good for us, or at least we think it is. So. And then we get our feelings and our emotions broken when things does not happen when we think it shouldn't happen. Case in point, I never forget that, you know, when I got married, I was happy and loved and I was on cloud 3001. I don't believe no one ever get married thinking of divorce, at least not I. But I was broken when I was served the divorce paper, and I thought that I could never recover because I put 100% in the relationship. In other words, I invested in my relationship. How about we need to now learn how to invest in the relationship with our Heavenly Father? That we'll go a thousand percent all in with him. But in my my marriage of being married to my husband at the time. When I was served those papers. Divorce. Oh my God. How was I crushed? Not only was I crushed emotionally. But I was crushed in the physical sense where I didn't want to eat. I deprived myself from food, I, I didn't want to live, I didn't want to breathe, because I felt like I couldn't move on. I was in a place of, of hurt, I was crushed, I was bruised, I was wounded,
0: and I couldn't
1: see my way out. It, it, it seemed and felt like it was a doom and a, a, a dying place, but God was feel right there in the midst of that and I couldn't understand why God will allow me to go through what I had to go through but I had to go through to get to the other side it it made me the woman that I am today that pain that discomfort, that, that uneasiness, the, the emotional side of the brokenness, the, the pieces being shattered was all for the master use. It was all for God to put the pieces of the brokenness back together to, to maximize for me to be used by God. Never underestimate the brokenness of what God is doing in your life because they are going to maximize for God to use you great and mighty in the land. My God. Jesus had to suffer. He was broken for us. And, and many, many times we don't like pain but well, it is designed for God to get the glory. In the brokenness, it can sometimes confuse you emotionally because your, your vision gets distorted. You begin to look at the pain, you begin to look at the situation and the circumstances, and then you lose the focus when you should be focusing on God in the pain in the discomfort and we we sometimes try and begin to complain in the brokenness because of the the pain the pain is so great but God has called the brokenness a purpose God's purpose is for us to be broken in him. He is the one that can restore us and put us back together again. God has called each of us according to his purpose and assured us that in all things, in all things, that's plural, in all things, His goodness endures. So never underestimate being broken. I know in those deep, dark wounds of brokenness, you feel that God has abandoned you. You feel so alone. You feel like throwing in the towel. But I come to tell you, Don't underestimate being broken because it's a requirement for God to maximize the gift that is in you. God just needs to move you out of the way so he can be full, in control, in range. So he can lead and guide you if you allow him. God through the brokenness loves you and understand you right where you are. And many of us are being challenged while we're being broken. But I come to tell you that in your brokenness you are free from shame. You are delivered from schemes. You are rescued by way of humility. God knows how to Humble you, but he wants you to humble yourself. He said, Humble thyself. God is gonna require you to just trust him and let the healing begin. I never thought I can recover from being broken. And guess what? You wanna have series of being broken. You'll be broken in this area and then he'll heal you. Then you'll be broken in that area and then he'll heal you. Then you'll you'll be broken in that area and he'll heal you because he wants to maximize the gifts that's within you. But you gotta be broken. God is the one that can restore. God is the one that heals. God is the one that is able to do exceedingly we serve an exceeding god so don't underestimate the brokenness that you are experiencing today it don't feel good but know that it's working together for your good peter wrote 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13. He said, Beloved, do not be surprised of the fiery ordeal among you which comes upon you for your testing as through some strange thing were happening to you, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ. Keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory you may rejoice with azaltation don't think it's not strange that it seems like so much is coming at you but keep in mind that God uses brokenness to deepen our understanding of who he is you know In brokenness, you gain a new perspective of his mercy and provision, and you learn to depend on him more. In our brokenness, you develop a more complete comprehension of yourself. Oh my God. And in the brokenness, your compassion and understanding for others' suffering grows. Never underestimate the brokenness where God has each and every one of us. Because God wants us to trust Him and He wants us to learn through the trial. And through the brokenness, he wants to reveal himself to you and I that he is God and he's God all by himself. You have the victory. You just need to believe that it is so. Don't you try to make it happen. You leave the details to God. I can tell you some stories of being broken. want something. Desiring something. But being rejected. Rejection is part of being broken. No one wants to feel rejected. Hello, ladies. We don't like to feel rejected. We want to be loved. And we want things to be in place. But when the things that we want to be in place is out of place, disappointment settings. And we take the disappointment and we look at it from a negative connotation as if it's a bad thing. But God is in the disappointment because he wants you to realize that you need him and you need to depend on him let us not underestimate the brokenness of God because it's a requirement for God to maximize us to be used for his glory I know I don't feel good I know where you are Not where you want to be. I know it's discomfort. I know you may not see your way out in the natural, but you got to see right in the realm of the spirit and know that it's working for your good. You got to stand. Matter of fact, we read yesterday Hebrews 11 6. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And he that cometh to him. You got to go to him. But well, guess what? One of the requirements is you must believe. You must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder for those who diligently seek after him. Seek God while you're being broken. Oh, why not? I can remember the times of me being broken, and I didn't know what to do. I, can, I, I, I I literally would crawl on the floor because I was so weak in my body, but in my brokenness and in the weakness of me crawling, just asking God to help me right where I was at. In my brokenness my family was praying for me and, and my mind was all over the place i knew that the enemy was after my mind but god purpose in the brokenness in the uncomfortable place i still had a voice in the brokenness my heart was shattered to pieces but god was able to mend those pieces back together again. In that broken place, I felt death all around me. But even though death was there, God said, no, not so, it's not her time. I still was going hard after God while I was being crushed. (laughs) While I was being pressed my God while I was being broken God's purpose in my life was being unveiled through the pain don't underestimate the brokenness the place where God will have you because God invested gifts inside of you and he wants you to stir up those gifts and then allow him to maximize you because he needs representatives and you are the one if you're willing and obedient i know i don't feel good We want everything to be neat, tight, and right. But God got to get you out of your comfort zone. And whatever it takes, whatever it takes, his purpose, always remember, God's purpose will prevail. In Jesus' name, amen, glory to God.